Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever this Moonday message is reaching you, hi, happy Moonday, happy Monday. I'm Danny. If you've never been here before, I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week as we travel through the astrological forecast for this oh so Thanksgiving week. If you are in America, um, and if you're on the outside of it, what is this week like for you? Is it just like a normal wintry late fall? week? Are you just looking over at America and the shambles that we're in? Because it's this huge, messy ball of excitedness from a lot of people and a lot of love going around, but also a lot of pain, a lot of trauma, a lot of triggers, um, a lot of heaviness. It's a lot. It's messy. It's totally, totally okay to admit Um, that all astrology aside, this is a messy time and a messy week and quite frankly, kicks off a messy time, doesn't it? A messy season. Um, Again, it's messy also with with good things um, and it's messy with the the harder and heavier and, and quite frankly, shittier things too. So no matter what this week means for you, no matter how this week feels for you, I just want you to know that I appreciate you. You are a very welcome member and neighbor of this incredible community and neighborhood that we have built here together. And you're a part of that. You are a part of something being truly magically organically built and um, cultivated. and, And that's so insanely powerful and special. And I hope that you are able this week to take a moment to yourself. truly, even if it's just a brief moment, uh, to just have a second of appreciation for that, for being a part of something so cool and magical and big, and also just for being you, being the magical divine soul that you are on this journey and all the work that I know that you do and you have been doing and will continue to do as you continue to grow. And just give yourself that brief yet powerful moment of gratitude. Please try and do that at least one time this week, okay? I highly recommend doing it when you need it most. So save that in your back pocket. All right. Um, so let's dive into this. Sag season has arrived, my friends. Well, technically tomorrow, Tuesday, November 22nd, 1122. That's a very magical number for me. Um, and I think that a lot of spiritual people would agree, uh, since 22 is double, uh, 11. I always see 1122 or when we see numbers that double like that as a time of like great manifestation. It's a great time of abundance and prosperity to, uh, double up on, on all of those things. So Sag season arrives on 1122 at 120 AM is when the sun officially moves into Sagittarius. And let's take a look here. This happens the day before our new moon in Sagittarius. This is a little baby new moon. And what I mean by that is like, when I say baby, I definitely mean like 
extra new beginnings. It's already a new moon. It's happening at the very beginning of a brand new solar season, and it's happening at one degree of Sagittarius. So the moon moves into Sagittarius at 1.15 p.m. mountain time, and then just, uh, just less than three hours later at, oh no, sorry, just under. I'm sorry, you know, as much as I try and do the time math in my head quickly, it always scrambles me. At 3.57 p.m., um, so not long after, uh, just under three hours after, the moon and the sun will officially be conjunct, creating that new moon in Sagittarius at one degree. This is an interesting day. And we mentioned this a little bit on the Sag new moon shadow chats episode with Ashley, which if you have not listened to that yet, or you just want a surge, a resurgence of that Sagittarius fire magic. Oh my God, go back and listen to that episode. That was hands down. One of my favorite episodes of shadow chats that Ashley and I have ever done together. It was such a blast. It was such good information that came out. Um, A really great one to re-listen to. So, and now that we're like two days out, like two days before the new moon, this would be a really great time to go re-listen to that episode. Or again, catch it if you haven't already got it for yourself. Um, But we talked about this really briefly on that episode, but uh, our pal Jupiter stations direct on that day. And this is really cool because Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius. And so getting back to that direct motion, back to that direct cycle orbit for Jupiter, keep in mind every retrograde cycle has that post-retrograde shadow period, right? But um, it still is a I I think that this is an important and significant indicator. The fact that we are seeing Jupiter stationing direct on the day of Jupiter ruled Sagittarius new moon. There is just like Ash and I talked about in that episode, there is like extra new beginnings, freshness in the air. And I think that Jupiter stationing direct officially that day is going to really amplify that if you let it. Okay. That's the big thing with Jupiter. If you let it, right? Because Jupiter is, it really operates through our perspective. If Jupiter, the planet represents how we expand and how we grow, How we perceive that in the first place is the only way that that's able to take place. Because if we don't think that it's possible to grow or expand, we guarantee ourselves that it won't be. If we we refuse to even have the belief or the view, then we guarantee and seal that off for ourselves. So getting this um, kind of nudge, this little spiritual like cosmic reminder about our perspective that day, I think is really, really helpful. And I I want you to take this into your week. So not only do we have sun moving into Sagittarius on Tuesday, tomorrow, the the 22nd, the new moon is exact Wednesday, uh, November 23rd at 3.57 p.m. Mountain time, like I said. And then on Wednesday, Jupiter's at 4.02 p.m. It's only five minutes later we station direct. 
when you look at the rest of the aspects for this week, um, and there are many, I don't want to, I don't want to go naming all of these off. There's plenty. Here's what I will say in some, in summary of all of them, relationship dynamics are going to be at the forefront for sure this week um, and into next week. And honestly, of course, (laughs) like, of course it is, right? Not only do we have this season in the Western world, in the United States, like I said, kicking off, which is already this big, honestly, it feels like a collision. (laughs) Maybe it doesn't for you in in your situation, but for a lot of us, it feels like a collision, meaning all of our families smash into each other, right? And we all smash in to a house, to a room, to a hotel, an Airbnb, whatever it is. We all smash in to a place and be together. And yeah, so of course, relationship dynamics are going to be at the forefront. But I want to make note that this is many planetary characters. We're talking about Mercury. We're talking about asteroid Juno. We're talking about asteroid Ceres. um, We're talking about Chiron asteroid. We're talking about Venus. Um, All of these characters. And if you want to take a look at where these are, pull up your time passages or your app, just a snapshot right now, because we don't have anyone... I don't think we have any ingresses this week. No. So where everyone is, where all these planets, the signs that they're in today, that's the sign they're going to be in all week. Their degree will change a little bit, obviously. Um, But you can take a look right now where all these key characters are. Venus, Mercury, Juno, Ceres, Chiron. These are some of our main characters this week. And this is a a collection of relationship dynamics for sure, especially interpersonal relationships. So I, I want you to know that if you are a person who also experiences that kind of collision feeling where it feels like you and your family or friends or whatever it is all kind of collide and, and sit in a house or a room or a kitchen or around a table together this week um, and, and basically just see how it plays out, right? That's totally how it feels. I want you to take Chiron's message into your week this week because after I was looking at the aspects, I felt really, really called to uh, pulling the Chiron card from our numinous deck this week and using our Chiron message. Uh, because I think that if we go into this week with the intention and just mindset of healing, and I just want to leave it as vague as possible, as just healing, because I want that to mean whatever it is supposed to mean for you. I think that if we all take that into this week, I think that we'll actually grow from, I think that we'll, these relationship dynamics that do play out in front of us, I think we'll have the chance and opportunity to gain wisdom from these experiences, the fun ones, the easy ones, the light ones, and the heavier and the harder and then more challenging ones. 
and all of the different dynamics and experiences in between all along the spectrum. Hi, neighbor. I want to take a quick moment to thank our episode affiliate for the day, one of my favorite companies and products to date, Magic of Eye and their astrological planner. If this is not your first time in the neighborhood and you've been around for a while, you very well know how much I love and how frequently I mention this planner. It has been a part of my astrological journey pretty much since the very beginning of my studies. This planner not only has educational support like reference materials, there's basically a mini textbook at the beginning of this planner, but it also just has journey support because there's journal spaces, uh, there's a lunar calendar, there's a transit calendar to help you learn astrology, but to actually start living uh, very cyclically and cosmically, regardless of your experience level. This is what I love about this planner. It's very, very accessible, no matter what experience level you are with astrology. Personally, I use it for both my personal life and my business. It's an integral part of my planning and scheduling practices. Now this year for the 2023 edition, their new theme is astromycology. So in this 280 page astrology planner, uh, again, that is for all different experience levels. We are now getting the extra edition of mycology exploration or the magic and healing properties of mushrooms. And this is absolutely a fascinating subject to me, as I'm sure it already is to so many of you. Um, And the cool part is, is not only is there a section in the planner with different types of mushrooms and their healing properties and benefits, but they also have an exploration on astrology to fungi connection, which I think is so cool. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by ordering yours at the link in the show notes below. So, first and foremost, your Chiron card, the picture and image of the card, is in your cosmic quickie email for this week. And I really love this card. I think this is a really beautiful energy and imagery to take into the week. Some of the some of the keywords that the numinous have here on the card, uh, first of all, Chiron's keyword main, main association here is healing. Um, but then at the bottom, some of the key traits would be healing powers, growth, amends, release, personal development, inherited issues, self-doubt, generational trauma, forgiveness, superpowers, cleansing, I really, really, really like a lot of these words. And some of them, again, are really nice, make us feel like, quote unquote, good. Some of them don't necessarily make us feel good. But let's make note of what those feelings are that these different words bring up for us um, so we can move through those with grace and tenderness for ourselves, right? So I want to read for you out of the numinous book, The Chiron Card. Chiron's status as the wounded healer conjures images of romantic heroines and meditative getaways on distant islands. But before we scent it with lavender and lay it on a bed of crystals, this this planetary body's magic rests in abiding with the tenderest, touchiest parts of our humanness. 
The energy of Chiron flies in the face of Western medicine's obsession with the sickness and the cure. Instead, similar to homeopathy, this planetary body reminds us that the medicine is actually inside the wound, the places we don't want to travel, the darkness we'd rather not see, the parts of ourselves we think of as shameful, not enough, or too much, and that much of this stems from stored sensations that transcend our very lifetime. Chiron washes us into the very same salty caverns we think we must disavow, beckoning us to swim alongside our most painful parts rather than trying to treat them out of existence. Chiron teaches us that when we assimilate and integrate these wounds like cosmic vitamins, we can turn our scars into our art. It's your very birthright to coexist with it all whispers Chiron. Pleasure, pain, and every last sensation in between. When you pull this card, this card's arrival signals a time of deep cleansing and restoration at a cellular level, which starts with the capacity to abide with and allow your wounded places to rise to the surface. The invitation now is to slow down, Melt in. Notice where you've been attempting to explain or analyze a persistent sensation out of existence and commit to inviting it in for some TLC instead. Seek to realize that the release itself comes from not turning away, that the way out is always truly through. What do you need to help you soften to your tenderness right now? Ooh, if you want, here's the bonus, the journal prompt. List five things that make you cry and why. <laughs> Depends on what moon sign you have. <laughs> that is, ugh, that resonates for me a lot. I'm really hoping that resonates for you a lot. I really don't have much more to add on to that other than I invite you and I encourage you to embrace and embody this message this week because I think this is how you will truly tap into the potential of your experiences this week regardless of what they are, okay? Save your human judgment. You can judge the hell out of it, you know, as you, you know, it's fine, I guess, to to decide what's good and bad and right and wrong all along the way. But let yourself at least also, also invite in an observant role of, of neutrality and balance and just allowing these things to move through you until you get to the other side. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for your time today and every day. I, like I said, I am with you this week. My love and support and energy is with you. And I am sending you all the blessings of today and every day. So thank you for being a part of this amazing witchy neighborhood. Make sure you stay safe. And I hope that you have some fun and stay magical out there. Hey neighbor, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Monday Musings. 
If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood.